Hi, I'm Laura Flanders of The Laura Flanders Show. Watch every week on Free Speech TV, Link TV, YouTube, or if you're in New York, CUNY TV. Prefer to listen? Subscribe to the free podcast at lauraflanders.com. I end every week with a commentary. I call it the F word. Here's this week's. Like the National Park Service's Register of Historic Places in the U.S., ceramic blue plaques mark places in the United Kingdom where people of note once lived. Not long ago, the English Heritage Society unveiled one of those in London at the site of the artist studio where my father and his collaborator Donald Swan lived and worked for much of the 1950s. The ceremony, as you can imagine, had me thinking about history and markers and passers-by and place. I've always been one of those annoying people who holds everyone up to stop and read the markers on the street. This happened here. The markers are about the past, but also the present, it seems to me. They're kind of prompts to possibilities. I like them because they remind us that anything is possible right here, that history is made by real-life people who trod these real-life streets. They also pierce the public-private divide, revealing what happened behind closed doors. Inevitably, I end up wondering, what's happening here now? If that person could, could I? What's going on right here behind that door today? Past, present, public, private. This particular plaque for my father made me think about something else, too. Inclusive design. You see, my father, Michael Flanders, who with Swan went on to become a well-known performing duo, contracted polio in World War II. Having kicked off an exciting acting career in college, he came home from the Navy partially paralyzed. He spent three years in a nursing home. His college refused to let him return to finish his studies. We're not a home for cripples, they said. But at Scarsdale Villas, he was able to make a home, thanks to a curb cut for his wheelchair, a government-issued custom car for veterans, and a whole lot of handmade furniture, which I remember growing up with years later. It had all sorts of low surfaces with edges and secret storage bins. Standing outside that building in Kensington, which was reachable then by a stair-free path from the street, I celebrated the unveiling with my sister, Stephanie, her kids, and a whole crowd of friends and fans of Flanders and Swan who turned out and sang their greatest hits. I couldn't help wondering about those history makers and artists we might be missing because of too few curb cuts or too many closed doors or stairs from the street. And I couldn't help giving thanks to that curb cut and that inclusive design that made a whole lot of great songs, and me, possible. Without them, I literally wouldn't exist. Independent living and inclusive design is also the topic of a recent feature on The Laura Flanders Show. You can check it out at www.lauraflanders.org and find a clip of the unveiling on The Laura Flanders Show Facebook page. Thanks for listening and for your support. Make a contribution today to The Laura Flanders Show. And thanks.